When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Yeah, your chance for some money is still on the way. In about 15 minutes, another keyword will be revealed. All you have to do is follow the directions and enter the keyword and you could win $1,000. Uh, we got the Moist line, which is coming back in just a couple of days. You can leave a message via the iHeartRadio app, the talkback feature, indicated by the little microphone. Call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. One quick note I had heard, well, two things. Uh, Alec Baldwin has been charged with involuntary manslaughter in the Rust movie set shooting. That's one of the bigger stories today. Uh, No court appearance. It was just the processing of charges, and then eventually there'll be a... Um, an indictment hearing and then uh, some kind of a preliminary hearing to determine if there's enough to actually send that to trial. The dopey Los Angeles City Council was still having its meetings trying to figure out how to protect tenants because they want to eventually end the eviction bans, but they've come up with all of these cockamamie ideas to protect tenants. And I was just looking at a Wall Street Journal um, editorial where As one activist said, it's simple. Tenant protection is homelessness prevention. Not really, says the journal. Public encampments have swelled during the county's eviction ban, and most homeless suffer from mental illness or drug addiction that requires more than a roof. Can't be said any clearer, any more succinctly than that in this editorial. And that is true. They were wailing away with their eviction bans, and yeah, if we don't have an eviction ban, it'll lead to more homelessness has grown. During the couple of years during the pandemic, we know that now we know that even better from last week's story where they did a little audit of the homeless count and realized that they were way off yeah. in a few of the yeah. tracks. There's been an eviction ban 
and homelessness still has gone up significantly. Yeah. Because these people, again, are coming from out of state and they're drug addicts and mental patients. Exactly. And that is will always be the truth. And all you're hearing is propaganda from activist groups who are paid to create chaos. The eviction ban merely lets tenants live rent-free and not work. <laughs> it's notable that L.A. County's labor force has shrunk by 275,000 people during the pandemic. Is that right? That's what the, the, the Wall Street Journal guy got a figure from, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I guess if you uh, don't have to pay rent, that's... Yeah, that's going to take out a big cost. Right, right. So, so they're still trying to figure out tenant protections. I heard, there was, although the report I heard, there was only five activists there, but they created quite a scene and... Uh, yeah. Five activists left. All right, now let's move over to John's favorite story, the Benedict Canyon shooting from last weekend where seven people were shot, three killed, three women, outside a short-term rental on Ellison Drive. Uh, beyond the fact that this is not called Beverly Crest, John wants to be adamant about that. Uh, it's, it's the it's Benedict called, Canyon neighborhood. Yeah, I got a question about the three women. Because there was a story about how two of them were brothers. One of them supposedly had three kids. The other, one of the others had undetermined number of kids. They're from out of state. Two Arizona, from, Chicago, and Il- yeah, Illinois, too. Yeah, near Chicago, that third one. All right. What, and and they range between 26 and 33. So it's not like they're 19. What is a mother doing in Los Angeles at 3 a.m. at a rental party? And ends up in a car getting shot to death. Well, Why isn't she home with her kids? Apparently it was an album release party for a rapper. A rapper? That's what uh, Channel 7's reporting. Is that right? What a surprise. Hutton's, one of the women that died is uh, Aina Hutton. Her mother told a station in Chicago her daughter was visiting L.A. with her best friend, Nina Davis, who also died, to attend an album release party for a rapper. Uh, Hutton was an up-and-coming rap artist herself. See, when I when I heard the shooting, and I thought, this sounds like a, 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 a gang shooting or like a rap feud. Just the details of it. There were a you lot know? of rappers there killed were, in the last few years. You, so. know how, you know how many shots were fired, my friend told me? 30. 30 rounds were fired. And we that believe it was like, an exchange of gunfire. They were shooting was. at each other. It was. Right. It was. It was. It was uh, opposing uh, groups. Uh, groups, right? Thirty. And there's three women in, in in a car. I mean, none of that sounded like my neighborhood at all. Here is a report from ABC Seven reporter Josh Haskell, which will have some of what we just talked about in there, along with the fact that residents want to stop short-term rentals. Let's listen. Early Saturday morning, residents of this quiet Beverly Crest neighborhood located up Benedict Canyon were awakened by what they say sounded like machine gun fire. Seven people were shot, three killed outside this short-term rental on Ellison Drive. It makes me very sad and scared, and I have a a really uncomfortable feeling being in the neighborhood. This morning at 10 a.m., I didn't know if I should walk the dog or not. Now, residents are demanding the city of Los Angeles further regulate short-term rentals. 
much. I'm not surprised. Every time there's a rental with um, people we don't know, the cops get called. It's not the first time. The Benedict Canyon Homeowners Association says this was the third time homicides have occurred at short-term rentals in Benedict Canyon in the past two and a half years. Bill Curtis has lived in what he calls the Beverly Hills Post Office neighborhood for over 50 years. The owners of the house relocated to Miami. We didn't know if they sold it or not. However, uh, we found out in the last couple of days that it was a one-year rental and who we believe whoever was had rented it for a year was letting it out. It's a problem because you don't know who your neighbors are going to be for two days. The three people killed were in a vehicle outside the home and have been identified as Destiny Sims from Buckeye, Arizona, Nina Davis from Chicago, and Ayanna Hudden, pictured here, also from Chicago. Ayanna Hudden's mother telling our sister station in Chicago, WLS, that her daughter was visiting Los Angeles with her best friend, Nina Davis, to attend an album release party for a rapper. Ayanna Hudden was an up-and-coming rap artist herself, according to her mom, and was excited to make the trip. It's sad the girls were my age in that car. Like, I could have been at that party, too. I don't, you know, it's, it's so sad and horrible. And also disturbing residents who live here. There was a report of a burglary just yesterday at this same short-term rental. Residents tell me they saw four suspects leaving the home wearing ski masks. When the LAPD arrived, they could not locate those suspects, but the LAPD told me that they are continuing to look into the incident. Right now, they're looking at it as a trespassing incident. All right, that's ABC 7's Josh Haskell. So that story came out yesterday about the rap party. That's funny. The LA Times don't doesn't have anything about it. Why isn't there a headline about rap party ends in uh, triple murder? And how about that? The Benedict Canyon Homeowners Association says the third time homicides have occurred at short-term rentals in their neighborhood in the past two and a half years. I hadn't heard of that. I mean, that. in the 14 years you lived there, I don't no, think you knew there too many murders. No, but and, there, was no, there was no Airbnb then. There was not, right. There was not, nobody was renting out uh, their homes to uh, and rappers. And they said the pandemic really led to a big jump in this, doing this, renting out because, houses. Because all the dance clubs were closed, closed and the bars and wherever you'd normally host these kind of events. Right, right. Oh, man. Yeah. Although I did see a right. story by our old reporter, Eric Leonard, at NBC4. He was looking at crime in the city of L.A. and that there was no big uptick from rentals causing or Airbnb crime. But this particular neighborhood, Benedict Canyon, they're saying because it's a problem there. They, they have some big, spacious mansion-type homes in the area, and that's perfect. Do you remember during the lockdown, occasionally there would be uh, crackdowns on, on parties that where people weren't uh, following the mask rules? Yes, and, yes. And, and Oh, yeah, they went there and they there, emptied there... Yeah, they did. They they they. they, they... They knocked on the door and they were, you know, they rounded up people for not wearing masks. Yeah, so. and there'd be like a hundred people stuffed into the living room. <laughs> I do remember the, that. Yeah. yeah, so that that's that's what this was. Yeah, it's, it's, wow, uh, and so the Times is not reporting on this, huh? They had three more Monterey uh, Park stories, though. Well, we have one when well, we return. Why? Because it's it's a, a rap party, and they don't want uh, that to be stigmatized. Could be. Mm. Uh, we'll also talk about a development in the shooting up in the Half Moon Bay by the older Asian man. Uh, your chance for money immediately when we come back. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, all you need to know as they continue to investigate the big shootings that occurred in Monterey Park and Half Moon Bay, both were carried out by older Asian males. 
mental illness. Uh, the Half Moon Bay shooter, who is alive, that's Chun Li Zhao. He's the one that turned himself in. He was outraged by a $100 repair bill that he was forced to pay for damaging a forklift at work. This is the guy that worked on the mushroom farm. That's what set him over the edge. Well, at least we know the reason. Yep. He said that the co-worker was actually to blame for the collision between his forklift and the co-worker's bulldozer. There you go. Working on the mushroom farm, apparently not a well-lit intersection, and the bulldozer and the forklift hit, and there's damage. I didn't realize. And they made Chun-Li pay. Mushroom farming was so stressful. Oh, you didn't see the stories that had come out of this? That apparently that, that oh, it's yeah, or that's just very it's deplorable the living conditions and it can drive people crazy and uh, yeah, there's I, new calls for reform on the mushroom farms. I, I had no ideas, I, I, I had no idea rather that uh, everybody's really angry and stressed out and uh, it's yeah. no fun. So, so not only though did he did he kill people at the place he worked, the California Terra Garden? He then went nearby to something called Concord Farms, where he worked previously, and that's where he shot three more. So I don't know what, you know, his anger over a $100 repair bill sent him back to his former employment place, too. I, But he claimed also he was bullied. Worked long hours. Isn't everybody. And my complaints were ignored. Blah, blah, blah. Now, the Monterey Park shooter, who's dead, uh, that's who can Tran. We already knew that uh, he was living out there in a mobile home in Hemet for seniors. That must be a... Boy, these are really desperate lives, aren't they? He had gone to the police to complain that he thought that uh, people were trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he has a history of this. Years ago, 30 years ago, he went to the police because he believed relatives of a woman he'd been dating were threatening to kill him. And they were trying to lure him into a trap. This time it was the San Gabriel Police Department he went to. Uh, yeah. As the Times puts it, this might explain his paranoid worldview, because it looks like there was this was groundless. Yeah. See, when 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 a like a 22 year old or 19 year old goes crazy, they're on social media, right? So they leave a trail, right? And there's parents involved, and you could make some kind of a case that people should have seen this coming, some action should have been taken, blah blah blah. But when you have these weirdo paranoid guys, the mushroom farmer. Hearing voices. Yeah, this guy is dwelling in a trailer somewhere. What are you, you going to do? Yeah. At the time, Tran was a self-employed carpet cleaner. Yeah. And he kept right. telling police he's getting calls from a man who asked him to come immediately to clean the carpets in his Torrance home. Knowing that both the husband and sister-in-law of the woman he was dating lived in Torrance, he thought this is a setup. They want me to come under the fake guise of cleaning carpets, and they're going to kill me. Well, eventually... Uh, an officer called the husband of the woman that Tran had been dating. And the man said, yeah, our relationship is not doing too well. We're having marital problems. But I never called Tran. and I didn't even threaten him. I'm aware that he and my wife have been seeing each other when I leave the country on business. It's like, go but, ahead, have her. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going overseas. Some marriages are like that. <laughs> to, to do what you want. That's right. I'm, uh, I'm not going to kill you over this. <laughs> you're struggling with this, then, you know. Believe me, I'm not going to get in the way. I'm not going <laughs> to. He said he was not calling Tran, but the other way around. Tran was calling his home phone yeah. at all times of the night, hoping the wife would pick up. Yeah. So you got a, you got a Looney Tune in a trailer. Oh. What are you going to do? But what's amazing about this, he's got a 30-year-plus history of having these paranoid delusions about people. And it turned out that this time, 
whatever motivated him, he was going to go to the dance club because he probably thought the same thing. They were out to get him. That's you ever run into people like that in a, in a, I put it in a milder way. There are people that I've worked with in my life that always believe that they're out to get me, that nobody likes me here. They don't appreciate what I'm doing. And they're always on this alert mode right, yeah. where they think that they're going to be fired. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're very, always on edge. They're very insecure. Right. They always think people are plotting against them. Never comfortable. He kept calling seven years after he called San Gabriel police. I'm being threatened again. Uh, he received numerous calls at his home again. Oh, and what he was going to do? He was going to actually put a tap on his own phone so he could record these calls. Okay. But apparently that, uh, that never happened. Yeah. He claimed a relative of the woman he was dating had left ammunition to scare him. Shotgun shells on his front lawn. Oh my wow. gosh. Wow. Uh, he was, so this, this was just bound to happen. Well, I hate to tell you this. There's a lot of people that are like this and they don't kill people. So, but there are a lot of people that live in a lot of paranoid, delusional worlds where they really believe. I wonder if he went there to kill somebody he thought was out to get him. Well, that was one of the stories that came out the first week that he thought people there were, well, it was more like saying bad things about him and trying to make his life difficult because I don't think he'd been to these dance clubs in years. He That's did, was said. there. Yeah, he was, was not like there five, in years. It was like five years. He hadn't been there in years. So, uh, but I'm thinking if he's hearing the voices, doesn't matter if you were there last week or five years ago, you think those people are out to get you. Mm-hmm. You want to get some type of revenge against them. Yeah, and a crazy man's head, it's all the same. Five years ago was last week. All right, we got uh, more. Are we going to keep going? Yeah, we'll keep going. Sure. What do you think? All right, Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, you got good news and bad news on gas and gas. Gas and gas. Natural gas, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly SoCal Gas is announcing there'll be a drop in natural gas prices. And I heard a story this morning, the world got lucky because in many other parts of the United States and Europe, winter's been pretty mild. Did you see, John, that New York City has yet to have snowfall? I saw. That's uh, amazing, considering it's almost February. And I feel like this is the coldest winter we've had in quite a while. Out here, yeah. yes. It's, it's gone on for two months. But with, it's going to be offset by the rest of the country and the world right. not needing as much natural gas because they're having a uh, an easier time with the more mild winter, at least so far. We've still got a couple months. Yeah, they just go. had a huge Arctic blast. One of my sons is living in Wyoming. It was minus 22 the other morning. An Arctic blast? Yeah, big, big bubble of Arctic air came down. I noticed when I got here how windy it is here, though. Holy mackerel. Is it the Santa Ana's? Is that what's blowing out there? Uh, I don't. Yeah, it is. It's, it's cold wind, though. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, it is chilly here. Uh, so on the other end of this, gas prices are going up again. Um, we had mentioned this the other day that um, the average price for a regular gallon in L.A. reached four fifty six on Monday, uh, with gas prices either increasing or remaining flat since December twenty third. So it actually has been like a month now of a small run-up after there was a big downward trend later last year. Uh, the average price rose to four fifty-five per gallon Monday, up 11 cents from a week earlier and 16 cents from a month ago. Uh, the explanation is not clear because... Never is. I had heard that we're going to see, they're going to switch to the summer fuel blend, but that's April 1st, it says here. Are they already getting ready to... Stockpile there. Maybe just being hoisted. That's all. Now they, 
Well, we're just getting the, the, the big bend over. Which leads you to this headline. And this is something you have to try to make sense of. Exxon vaults to record annual profit of $55.7 billion. Only Apple and Microsoft so far have surpassed Exxon's fiscal 2022 profit as the oil giant capitalized on high commodity prices. And I mean, I was trained as an accountant. If you're paying more for the supply, you're selling it at a higher price, but you're paying more to, to acquire it. Doesn't it really kind of flush out? Why would you have such a nice big profit margin? So we were talking about this the other day. Yes. And I remember uh, we, were, we were thinking maybe Exxon bought this gasoline at a lower price at some point. The original oil, rather. The, the oil, which the they original refined. oil. Right. And then uh, the, the price of gas depends on the supply and demand of the moment. And if there's a huge demand for gas, like anything else, you can uh, jack up your prices. For example, let's say um, somebody runs a hardware store. He's already paid for all the supplies on the shelves. But if suddenly a hurricane is coming and he's got hundreds of people come into the hardware store to, uh, you know, put up, right. put up, uh, uh, put up wood on their windows, right? Right. So there's a big run on wood. He's going to start charging more for the wood. Yeah. So also what I was saying was it's also the supply part. In other words, they may be buying expensive oil and they may be paying a higher price for it, but they turn around and they realize the demand for whatever they have, and especially out here in California, that they refine into gasoline is, is much higher than they can. So they have to raise the price because they just don't have that much supply. But, you know, this is, this is the, the, the entire company. So this wasn't just a California yeah, thing. I, I know. And this was more than $10 billion higher than their previous record profits that were announced, which was $45 billion back in 2008. Now, in 2020, when the oil market collapsed, remember oil was selling at a negative price? Yeah. You, you, you had to pay somebody to buy your oil. Yes, you did. Right. Exxon had its first annual loss in at least four decades. They lost more than $22 billion that year. They were kicked off the Dow Jones Industrial Average. They'd been uh, part of the Dow Jones for over 100 years. But they got kicked off, I think, because their, their, uh, their market value had dropped so significantly. Oh. The shares fell 55%. And, uh, but now it's, it's, it's come back completely. Exxon shares are up 80% this year. Yeah. And it's the fourth highest stock price increase, only behind Occidental Petroleum, Hess Corporation, Marathon Petroleum, all oil companies. Yeah, this was uh, quite a run-up. Oh, by the way, what happened with the Gavin Newsom's hearings in Sacramento about a windfall profits tax on the oil companies? Uh, they kind of that was oh, too much left. fanfare in December, and now <laughs> yeah. Well, that came I think right after he got reelected. They had some hearings, didn't they, in December? I think. Remember the yeah, oil but, companies weren't going to show up, right? So the, 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 the you couldn't you couldn't get your uh, TV moment using the oil company executives as pinatas. Are they still working they on that play. legislation to go after them for the? Because yeah, probably this, not. If this there's a pretty good profits here. I don't, I don't know how you explain it because uh, you would think that yeah. they might give customers a bit of a break if they're raking in this much money. Somebody check his campaign contributions. I wonder how many times politicians bring up a fake issue just to goad their target into donating large amounts of money to the campaign. Right.
the, the next time say, okay, okay, we, we got the message. How much do you want? And suddenly they start sending checks, you know, oh, maybe to finance Jennifer Newsom's feminism films. They... This is criminals. The Exxon chief financial officer said that in 2022, Exxon's oil and gas production rose by 25,000 barrels of oil equivalent a day, despite billions in divestitures and, of course, the effort by Russia to wipe out Exxon's stake in uh, another company they were part of. Um, the company's, wow, the company's output would have risen by 140,000 barrels of oil equivalent a day had they not had uh, Russia move to wipe out one of their holdings. I have looked at, and I'm sure you have too, so many articles on oil company profits, and either the writers dance around or they, they just don't know, and nobody can seem to crack the code as, as to why oil and gas prices do what they do. They always have some vague reasons. They'll, you know, when the prices go up, oh, there's uh, there's uh, supply issues, a pipeline, a refinery down. It's, it's always something. Well, yeah, but it just never really adds up to... to uh, because they always tell us, well, you know, the cost of oil is going up, the price for a barrel of oil. And so that's... Right. The, the, the oil companies have to pay for that, refine it into gas, so you're going to have to pay our price. But it looks like something's missing in the middle here where they can announce these kinds of profits. Well, the gas prices went up a lot higher and stayed high a lot higher than the oil prices did. Yeah, they did. Right. So they had to pay more for oil, but but they, they charged even more for the gasoline. Right. And we've told you many times that the plan in California is really don't do anything about this because they want you to drive less using gas-powered right. cars. So it's really secretly okay with them if you're paying 5 6 $7 a gallon. Uh, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Promise not to laugh, but um, because I can hear the jokes already. You know who Adam Schiff is, right? Yes. Yeah. Congressman, I guess he does represent this Here, area still, In, in right? Burbank, yes. The Democrat, and of course, uh, big, going after Trump, all the years of the Trump's presidency. Uh, he's running for Feinstein's seat. So apparently <laughs> he did an interview recently. This is the U.S. Senate seat held by uh, Dianne Feinstein, who is, what, 88, 80, I always forget. 89. 89. Yeah, going on 90. So apparently what some people got out of the interview is that he said that he spoke to Dianne Feinstein about running for the Senate. And she said, sure, you go ahead. And <laughs> some are taking that to mean that she gave him the green light and that come not too long, she's going to announce that she's done and not going to run again. Of course, now you know what to fill in the blank because she has some trouble with memory. That maybe it's not what she didn't even understand what he was saying. Doesn't remember it. Doesn't remember it. This can get all convoluted, but he said something along the lines of, yeah, she knows. She's fine with it. She said, you go ahead and do that. It was almost like it could have been any conversation. <laughs> That's nice, Sonny. Well, plus, he's a colossal liar. What a nice boy you are. He sold that Trump-Russia hoax for, for years and years. I know. I mean, he's he really, he's like, he's got like a, a pathological liar problem. Yeah. Like, it's like a mental disorder situation. Yeah, I know. It's not just BSing. Like, he really is. I know. He tries to really amp things up all the time to make them look like they're much bigger than they Stands are. Stands there with his beady eyes. But it's fascinating that once Trump left the White House, that's the end of shift. You hear nothing anymore. Really? That didn't get any coverage. And now, of course, the Republicans are taking over Congress. He's not going to have yeah. a big role in anything. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be in Congress anymore all of a sudden. I mean, he doesn't want to be in the House. Well. All of a sudden, <laughs> It's to be a... People like to be in the Senate. I mean, that's a good, cushy six-year job at a time. 
and uh, it's got a lot of perks, and you're only one of a hundred. He's you know, so, to deal with a lot of headaches. So so nuts. They're waiting for he's her to so announce. She, she's supposed to announce by March or April that she's not running. That's what, yeah, that's what the rumor. The is. last story I read about her is the the her staff briefs her on an issue. Right? Maybe there's a vote coming up, or maybe there's something in the news. And then a few seconds later, she gets mad because she hears something and says, well, why didn't you tell me about it? Yes, well, we just told you about it a few minutes it's ago. It's happened several well, times. Yeah, and right. Apparently, even so, in the hallways and the elevators that's going on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she spends all her days yelling at everybody for not telling her stuff. They just told her. I know. And, you know, someday there'll be a book. But I think right now, a lot of her trying to hold the line and be respectful and not yeah. tell the real story about what's going on there. Those little stories come out like that. And yeah. it looks like reporters sometimes hear them in the hallways yeah. having these the conversations. Re the reporters where are such cowards because they know Biden's uh, is, is, is out of his mind. They know Feinstein's out of his mind. And yet everybody tiptoes. Well, we really can't <laughs> say anything. You know what I just heard, I heard the other read the other day, and I guess this was an old story, and I just missed it. Uh, that that uh, uh, John Kennedy and Jackie Kennedy used to have a doctor come over to the White House and inject them with methamphetamine. I'd never heard that story. You ever hear Dr. Feelgood? His name was Max Jacobson. No. He, he had all the politicians, celebrities, and athletes like Marilyn Monroe, Mickey Mantle, anybody who was famous in that era. And he, he sold them on the idea he's got a vitamin mixture. Oh. He's got vitamins oh, they and didn't hormones. Know it was meth they didn't know, but it turned out to be methamphetamine. Wow. And apparently... Well, that's addictive. You know how the crazy people run naked in the streets? Well, that happened to John Kennedy. He was at the Carlisle Hotel in New York City while he was president. And Dr. Uh, Jacobson gave him a big meth injection, and he went running in the hallway naked. Wait, and wait, the wait. Tell me, of all the Kennedy stories I've heard, because he's been dead like 60 years, <laughs> I never heard this one. This one apparently was in a book 10 years ago. I had never heard that. Story. The reason I stumbled across it is I've been watching The Crown, which is from a few years ago, and they had an episode where Jackie Kennedy meets the Queen. Right. And Jackie Kennedy starts talking about this doctor that injects them with drugs. Oh, Privately, I forgot that part. I did. Queen. I watched The Crown right. too. I didn't remember that. And scene. I'm thinking, and so I'm always checking to see what's real and what's not real in these docudramas. Right. right. And and apparently, yeah, they had a doctor come to the White House and inject her and John Kennedy with meth, and John Kennedy had this freak out in the hotel, and it was all in the book about Dr. Feelgood. He oh. did all kinds of Hollywood celebrities. Is that right? Yeah. Now, most of them didn't know what they were getting. They just believed he had magical vitamins. <laughs> so. They must have charged nice for it. <laughs> yeah, I think he made good money. Yeah. Uh, well, Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, hey, now. What's happening, fellas? How are both of you? Pretty good? All right. Let's get into it Let's here. move on. Uh, a, a teenager, this is kind of a cool story. A teenager's playing hide-and-go-seek and was found several days later in a shipping container in another country. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd, I'd say he wins. Yeah, That's really good a, hiding. Yeah, he's a winner. Is uh, he alive or? Uh, I, yeah, alive. Stay tuned. Okay. Oh, good yeah. one. Good yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Boeing has just delivered their last 747. Uh, so that's... Uh, I heard that this morning. Yeah, right. it's over. Didn't work out. And uh, <laughs> It's only around like 50 years ago. <laughs> right. And LA landlords could soon be required to pay relocation after uh, rent increases. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, owning whole... an apartment building in LA. I mean, you how gotta, Right. It's Somebody a... doesn't pay the rent and you give them the bums rush and then you got to pay the relocation fee. Right. And if they want to relocate to France, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> 
pay for my there, there first is, class trip. There's <laughs> no reason to get in the rental business if you're not in LA. Land, land owner. No, no I don't LA really County. understand that. They're, these uh, activists have really pushed this so far. Yeah. And then the last one here, research discovered that fast food might link to being fat. That's really breakthrough. Really? <laughs> what made them think That's that? That's a scoop. Long study. <laughs> Long, all right. Very good. All uh, right. We, all right. Buddy. We got Conway. Ding dong, ding dong with the two of you. Come on. Michael Come on, Crusher ding dong. News. Uh, live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.